More U.S. troops under post-deployment monitoring as they return from West Africa. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs talks troops on the ground in Iraq. And a new experimental treatment for post-traumatic stress. Welcome to DoD News Now. I'm Staff Sergeant Chad Usher. More than 80 military personnel are returning to the United States today after completing their work in Ebola-stricken West Africa. Pentagon spokesman Rear Admiral John Kirby says they're traveling via military aircraft to Joint Base Langley-Eustis, Virginia. That's one of the designated monitoring facilities. The troops will immediately upon their arrival be medically screened and transported to a controlled monitoring area. They will have access to housing, a dining facility, a gym and electronic communications. The monitoring area is otherwise limited to health care support and facilities maintenance personnel. That 21-day requirement was one of the topics about which members of Congress questioned DOD personnel on Capitol Hill today. Members asked why the Pentagon's restrictions are more stringent than that of the CDC. Because we've got a young and large population, the youngest and largest responding to this uh, epidemic, uh, the chairman felt because of the unique role and responsibility of the military and the scale of the deployment and the responsibility he has for the, um, for the personnel and for the families that this was a prudent measure to take, uh, again, based on the recommendation of the, of the Joint Chiefs. Also testifying on Capitol Hill today, the Deputy Director of Veterans Affairs, Sloan Gibson, told members of the House Veterans Affairs Committee about improvements that have taken place in that department over the past five months. He says the top priority has been accelerating health care to veterans. We've reduced the number of veterans waiting the longest for care by 57 percent. From June through September, we completed 19 million appointments, an increase of 1.2 million over the same period in 2013. Over a half a million completed appointments were conducted during extended hours of operation, nights and weekends. Gibson also says more than 7 million appointments were authorized for non-VA doctor's visits for veterans. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs and Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel were also on Capitol Hill today talking about ISIL. U.S. airstrikes continue against the terror group in Iraq and Syria. The chairman told members of the House Armed Services Committee that as security operations become more difficult for Iraqi forces, putting U.S. groups on the, troops on the ground in that battle is not out of the question. But there's some places along the path that I think will be fairly complex terrain for them, including, for example, Mosul, and eventually as they need to restore the, the border between Iraq and Syria. I'm not predicting at this point that I would recommend that those forces in Mosul and along the border would need to be accompanied by U.S. forces, but we're certainly considering it. Chairman Dempsey says the U.S. may enable Iraqi troops on the ground, but he would not recommend the U.S. take on the battle alone. Service members who suffer from traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress may have a new treatment to try soon. It's called transcranial magnetic stimulation. Essentially, researchers are using a magnet to stimulate areas of the brain. The experimental treatment is funded by the DOD and is being tested at UT Dallas Center for Brain Health. Before a therapy session, certain parts of the brain are exposed to magnets to see if it helps separate difficult memories from the strong emotions they generate. Researchers are hoping the treatment helps unlock some of the mysteries surrounding PTSD. 
Be sure to check out the DOD Facebook page. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Staff Sergeant Chad Usher. As we say goodbye today, a few images out of Boston, where five F-15 fighter jets from the Massachusetts Air National Guard 104th Fighter Wing were out and about for a promotional shoot. The jets flew at altitudes as low as 1,000 feet over Salem, Boston, the Cape, Martha's Vineyard, and Nantucket.